Hello, beautiful people. My name is Lorena. And my name is Monica. And together we are Growthology Podcast, a place for all things growth and overall wellness. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Just look up at Growthology Podcast, no space. We want to focus this first episode to talk about who we are and why we're here. I decided to do this podcast because Monica asked me to, and well, I said yes. So Monica, why did you ask me to do this podcast with you, and where did you get this wild idea from? Okay, so for those of you who don't know Lorena, she is a licensed mental health therapist. Once I found out that we had some common book interests, I realized the types of conversations that we could have about self-development and personal growth. I think that a lot of people can find some benefit in hearing these conversations and just feel more connected and find ways to improve their own mental health. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about mental health or they avoid talking about these kinds of topics, but they're just so important for us to really discuss. Yeah. One of our main goals is to have a centralized area for all things well-being. I found myself feeling overwhelmed at times with the amount of information that's out there. And our goal is to have a little bit of everything and something to help everyone in one place. A little bit of background about who we are. So Monica and I met in 2011 in San Antonio, Texas at boot camp for the Air Force. Our friendship grew in tech school in a short two months, but we then parted ways. And that's where I went to my first duty station in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And I went back home to Connecticut to go back to college and live the part-time guard life. Throughout the years, we've stayed connected here and there, but we recently started chatting more when Monica decided to go vegan. More recently, we started talking about books we've been loving and found out we had a common interest for self-help and overall growth. So when Monica brought up the idea of a podcast, I got really excited and without giving it a second thought, I said yes. Right before the pandemic hit hard, I made the move from Connecticut to Maryland with my husband and our two dogs. Like Monica mentioned, I'm a licensed mental health therapist and I currently work with the adult population with a focus on depression, anxiety, and trauma-related issues. I've been in the field since 2016, and I first started out working with kids, but quickly realized my passion lies in working with adults. I have training in EMDR, which is a model primarily used for trauma, but has been found to be very beneficial with every other issue. I also use a lot of CBT and solution-focused therapy to guide me in my practice. In April, I started a job at an outpatient healthcare facility in Baltimore. So Monica, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to? Yeah, of course. So I'm a working mom and I'm an active duty military member and a wife. I've had a lot of interest in self-health, mental health, and personal self-development. I think like a lot of people, I dealt with issues like depression and anxiety, you know, just finding myself unhappy. After years of therapy and continued self-growth through books, documentaries, and just a lot of self-reflection, I found ways to deal with my past traumas and find a place where I can really be happy and, most importantly, reach my potential. Yeah, I kind of wish it didn't take me this long to get into all of that since I struggled with depression and anxiety in high school and college. Yeah, I think we all have experiences that really trouble us and You know, I don't have a magic wand that I wave that fixes everything. My goal is to share some of these answers and tools that I've come across along the way and that has led me to my current state of mind. 
You know, Rome was not built in a day. And I truly believe that even the slight bit of conscious effort will guide you on a path to success. Traumas never go away, but there's ways that you can learn to deal with them and just become the best you that you can be. Yeah. All right. So since the last time we saw each other back in 2011, what have you been doing since boot camp? So I went ahead and started my active duty career. So as I mentioned, I went to Cheyenne, Wyoming for my first duty station. I've also been stationed at Davis-Monthan, and now I'm at my current place, which is Arizona State University, working at an ROTC detachment. So I've spent a lot of time really focusing on leadership philosophy and understanding different concepts to becoming a better supervisor or a better leader. My current job dealing with Air Force ROTC cadets in college who are trying to seek a commission. So my primary AFSC is administration, where I do desk work, so memorandums, evaluations, staff meetings, those sorts of like admin and executive support is what my core job is. And I find myself around a lot of unit leaders, superintendents, chiefs, and a lot of them have really good and strong philosophy. So just naturally having that kind of opportunity brought me to bring myself up more and to have an interest in that. So being at an ROTC detachment, working with college kids, I get a better opportunity to share that information of everything that I've learned about leadership and the military. A lot of ways being in that position inspires me to continue seeking out ways to become the best leader that I can be. And I think that Conscious growth is a major lesson that both my personal and professional life has taught me. I hope that I can share some of this knowledge and information with other listeners and inspire them to really push themselves to be that next level. So Lorena, what got you interested in doing therapy? Because I remember that you told me you had an interest in social work. Uh, What was that turning point for you? So growing up, I always wanted to be a vet, but when I found out how much schooling goes into that, I quickly started making other plans. I knew I wanted to help people. I just didn't know exactly in what capacity. And growing up, I dealt with my own struggles and fell into a pretty bad depression at the end of high school, beginning of college. And I think the issues I had growing up led me towards that path. I also spent a lot of time in case management type offices as a child for different type of help that my family needed. And I just really became appreciative of certain people that were that were nice to us and helped us. I moved to the U.S. when I was nine years old back in 2001 with my mom and dad. And we moved to a predominantly white town. And there wasn't really anybody in the school that spoke Spanish besides maybe a couple of classmates in the entire elementary school. I basically had to learn English by force, just listening in classrooms and, you know, watching TV because there were no teachers to guide me. I think these things and and types of experiences especially made me really passionate about working with the Spanish-speaking population. So I make that a priority anywhere I go to be there for those individuals and those families because I know how hard it can be navigating everyday life. So Lorena, you said you came here when you were nine years old. Where are you from? I'm from Chile, which is um, a country in South America. Awesome. So I always brought my personal questions to you when I was going through my own mental health journey. Do you remember? Well, I'm sure you remember. (laughs) Yeah, 
<laughs> I remember. I actually get a lot of people asking me for advice, which I don't mind. But I think uh, sometimes people are like, wait, is this therapy? Or are you talking to me like a therapist or as a friend? Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I've always appreciated is that you've always listened and you told me that I wasn't crazy when I questioned my own sanity. You encouraged me to keep going and doing what I was doing and never judge me for the situations that I found myself in. And honestly, you were that expert advice when I needed somebody because I was either too scared or, you know, sometimes I was just too busy to seek out professional help. So I think everybody needs a friend like Lorena that they can just talk to about these kinds of topics. And this is why I'm really excited that you're here. Thanks. That means a lot. So how do you feel about the stigmas associated with mental health or therapy? In general, most people that I see are there because they want to be. But even then, sometimes they feel a really immense guilt for even asking for help in the first place. And oftentimes, there's this what's wrong with me question that I'll get. I've also worked with mandated individuals from agencies like Child Protective Services, probation, or court. And that's really difficult as well because there's a stigma against them already from what they've been through in the past, but now also being sent somewhere against their will. So I actually didn't know this about you. How was it working in those kinds of cases? It was difficult at times, mostly because, like I mentioned, they don't want to be there. But it's all about finding a common ground. And if their goal was just to complete what they were asked to do, then that's what we would focus on. And that's something we would always agree on is, you know, if it was somebody being referred by Child Protective Services, they would say, you know, I want my kids back, I want my case to close, or I want to get off probation. And that's usually where we would start. And we would usually find some sort of common ground. I think people just want to feel heard and they, they don't want to feel judged. And then sometimes it would go further than that, and sometimes it wouldn't. But it's important to, to give them a sense of control. Also working with primarily Latino population, our culture isn't as open about mental health. And sometimes for men, the machismo can be a barrier to feeling comfortable of even taking that first step. Uh, nobody wants to be seen as weak, and it's a shame that going to therapy or asking for help is sometimes seen as a weakness by people. But people don't realize just how much strength and courage it takes to ask for help. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And I think that there's a stigma just with everybody going to see mental health or seeking out help thinking like maybe something's wrong with them or they don't want to address things you know obviously it's really uncomfortable but I think specifically for you know minorities or male Hispanic Latinos have an extra stigma of not wanting to seem weak and having that masculinity mm -hmm. it becomes a barrier for them to seek out help or you know to want to talk to professionals yeah. and yeah definitely I think that's a really good topic that we can go over so do mm -hmm. you feel any certain pressures on yourself just having a therapy background on how you approach situations or how you have to deal with things? Yeah, I've never really thought about it until now that you mention it. I don't know if they think I have it all together, if they think I should have it all together and, you know, not have any issues or be able to communicate effectively all the time just because I know what the right thing to do is. But I think what we'll talk a lot about in this podcast is that knowledge is not power 
on its own. Knowledge is only power when applied and put into action. Then that's the hardest part about making the change. Yeah. I've read a lot of different self-help books and sometimes I know what the right reaction is or I know the best way to deal with the situation. But it's so hard to deal with those ingrained actions or unconscious actions that you do just when you're going through things. And to change that action is, is just difficult. But yeah, what kind of topics are you looking forward to bringing during our podcast? I'm just really excited to learn and share. Not sure if there's any topics specifically per se, but I'm excited to do a lot of research and talk about the the things that I've learned that I've found so, so helpful. And I'm excited to have deep and hard and thought-provoking conversations. How about you? Yeah, I think... A lot of the things that you're saying, definitely topics that resonate with me, I would say would be postpartum, depression, anxiety, kind of things that I've mentioned just with my own struggles, uh, relationships, and different ways to change your emotional responses to situations, kind of like how I mentioned before, understanding your approach to a specific situation or a specific relationship or in anxiety, depression, all of those things, and you know, just kind of have that awareness for everyone else. Yeah, definitely. But I'm excited. I'm excited for this and I hope people can find connection ultimately. Yeah, I think all of those things are going to be really beneficial, not only to us to dive deeper, but also to everyone listening because these are common and then sometimes things that we don't think are common but are. People are just, there's that stigma and people don't really talk about right. it. Yeah, for sure. So we hope that you all join us on this adventure to discovering the many different ways that we can continue growing as individuals. So stay Stay growing. growing. Thank you for listening to our first podcast today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Growthology Podcast with no space. Please enjoy a few of our bloopers to show that we are human beings and make plenty of mistakes. Okay, so now I'm recording. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Lorena. And my name is Monica. And we are Growth Energy Podcast. Like, like, I started saying and together, even though, like, it wasn't even written on there. <laughs> like, wow, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> okay. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Lorena. And my name is Monica. And together. And together <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really hard to talk over each other. <laughs> okay, do you just want to say that? <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. I say the beginning and then you say <laughs> Okay. Oh man, okay. We're Imagine get really great abs after this. <laughs> Imagine if we were recording ourselves for YouTube. I know, it's a good thing we're not live. Yeah. That would be so embarrassing. <laughs> we would like lose followers. We would have negative followers. Yeah.
start like a campaign being like don't follow these people don't listen to them. they're right. <laughs> we're gonna get blocked <laughs> YouTube's gonna censor us <laughs> um Like you're dying. I am dying. I'm trying to breathe. <laughs>